0: Welcome to Only Today, a Gathering Mana podcast, where Catholic moms can find practical tips, help, and advice that will equip them to live more joyfully in their vocations as mothers and wives. This series is called Walk With Me, where we invite that great cloud of witnesses, the saints, more deeply into our lives by studying them and learning how to imitate them in our ordinary, everyday mission as mothers. Welcome back to this beautiful November week. The leaves are falling outside my window. The weather is beautiful. I'm really tired. My life is not perfect. But I have joy. So much joy. And I have with me today a beautiful book about my favorite saint, Saint Elizabeth of the Trinity, whose feast day we're going to celebrate later this week. Um, I'm going to share some beautiful quotes from her. But right now, On the podcast, we are continuing and we are wrapping up today our session about Mother Teresa and how she taught me how to be a mom. As I've gotten to know Mother Teresa the past few years, I've read a lot of what she wrote and said and a lot that was written about her. And it's what people say about her that is most compelling. There's a unified, credible witness in the whole body of work and from the whole um, gathering of people who worked with her. That, that speaks to her impression on them. They all say the same things. They use words like kindness, boldness, authentic, confident, and happy. I hope when I die that I have left that type of unanimous legacy and impression in the hearts of those who knew me and observed my life. So last week, We talked about some of the things Mother Teresa taught me in specific, and there are three more things that I wanna discuss today. Mother Teresa taught me, or she showed me, that um, I don't have to be a slave to my feelings or my moods. You know, there is a freedom in trusting God, truly trusting Him, not just saying that you trust Him. There's a freedom in accepting anything and everything that comes from his hand. There is an increased freedom if you see everything that happens in your day as his domain in this way. There's also joy in this way of thinking and Mother Teresa was full of joy as a result of choosing to see her life this way. There were lots of opportunities for her to, uh, to fear, There were many, many instances where she and her sisters were unsure of how they were going to feed themselves that day, let alone the hundreds, maybe even thousands of people who looked to them to give them their food. There were plenty of opportunities for her to be stressed, irritated, and grumpy, and terrified of their next step. I'm not saying she never was. I can't possibly know that. But over and over again, as I read about her life and read people's candid testimony of her, one thing kept popping up both in her writing and in those testimonies, steadiness. In times of stress, she immediately went to prayer with the hopeful and desperate confidence of a child to their father. Even in little things, the littlest things, She teaches me that in my motherhood, I don't have to be controlled by my moods, even in stressful times. I can choose a position of confident trust. Jacques-Philippe tells us that our number one job as Christians is guarding our interior peace, because if we don't know how to do that, the enemy will continually unsettle us, worry us, shake us, and take our joy without that joy, that characteristic, mysterious joy that you see on the faces of the saints, our lives are dull. Without that joy, we're living beneath our interior abilities. And of all the people on the earth, beloved sister, it is we, as believers, who must brim with intentional and holy joy. We have been saved from darkness. We have been given a share in the very nature of christ billions of humans roam this earth seeking happiness in every way and it is we who have been given the key to understand why we're here and in order to show that to the world we have to be convinced ourselves of the god who moves in you right this very second ready to help you ready to fill you with his spirit. This is our inheritance in Christ, as the apostle Paul tells us. No longer must we be controlled by our moods and our anxieties. Yes, some of us still struggle with anxiety, but we have this truth in scripture as our daily shield, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a strong mind. Of course we won't struggle, but if our reason for being here is to image God as the Catechism tells us, then we can trust Him when He says, "'My power is made perfect in weakness.'" Because when the world sees you struggle and sees you push through it and find joy, clinging to trust, they don't understand that. And the truth of this scripture becomes our reality. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power comes from, uh, not from us, but from God. And Mother Teresa talks a lot about this when she says, Everyone can reach this life through meditation, a spirit of prayer, sacrifice, and an intense interior life. She urges us to, quote, Give yourself fully to God. He will use you to accomplish great things on the condition that you believe much more in His love than in your weakness. These truths cannot make their home in you without us understanding the next thing that Mother Teresa taught me. The second thing that she taught me is that the absolute primacy, the number one importance above all other things, is prayer. And she also taught me what prayer is for. Here are some of her words about prayer. Let us desire to be so occupied in prayer, not for the sake of our enjoyment, but so as to have the strength to serve. Prayer fortifies and prepares us, unites us with the strong one to equip us to sacrifice. We must become holy, not because we wanna feel holy, but because Christ must be able to live his life fully in us. We will become the means of great sanctity to ourselves and to others. We don't pray because it feels good, even though it does sometimes. Of course it feels good to do the thing that you were made to do, but sometimes it's a dry time. That doesn't mean that we stop praying. We don't pray because it's a thing on our checklist. Mother Teresa tells us to pray so as to have the strength to be who we were made to be and to serve others, which is a huge part of fulfilling our destiny. We pray because every time we enter into the presence of God with awareness, we are changed, whether we feel it or not. We pray because the more time we spend with him, the more we begin to look like him the more he can as saint elizabeth of the trinity says imprint himself on us the more we begin to understand who we are the secret of why we are here opens up to us when we pray and carrying on with that our third and our final point today is that mother Teresa models for us Complete confidence in God and complete trust in Him for everything. There is nothing too little in your life, Mama. If we don't go to Him with the little struggles we have, with irritation or selfishness, our marriages, our attachments, if we don't ask Him to show up in our little lives, when else are we going to do it? Think about that for a minute. You don't have a big life. This is the life that you have, and these little daily opportunities to ask God to fill you with grace with your children, to give you the strength to smile instead of to snap, to give your tears about your relationships over to him and watch him transform those relationships, to deal tenderly with people in your life for whom you have no natural affection. This is your path and unless you invite him into this daily little precious path you'll never see what he can do for you i speak from my heart and from my experience that god wants to show up in your life scripture and the saints are shouting this from the hills to us be confident and bold before the throne of grace as the book of hebrews tells us to be Mother Teresa speaks to us again about our humble little life when she says these following things. We must not drift away from the humble works. It is never too small. Be faithful in the little things, for in them our strength lies. To the good God, nothing is small. The moment we have given it to Him, it becomes infinite. Yes, my dear children, be faithful in the little practices of love in little fidelities which build in you the life of holiness and make you Christ-like. If you're humble, nothing will touch you or create a strong reaction, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. She goes on to say, joy comes to those who, in a sense, forget themselves and become totally aware of the other. Oh, the power and the riches that are ours in Christ. So what do these truths look like in my life personally? And and how has she really walked with me in my motherhood? How do all of these things that we're learning really translate into our motherhood? Well, I learned from her that I don't need to let the behavior of my kids and my spouse control my moods. I learned from her that I choose a joyful demeanor because I believe more in the power of God available to me to conquer my attitude than I do in my own weakness or my inability to do it. I learned to watch for him and to trust him boldly for my marriage and he showed up he's showing up every day in this house when i gave myself to prayer so as to have the strength to serve my family as if i were serving him and to be the mama he wanted me to be he gave himself to me and saint Teresa of of avila says that in the measure we give ourselves to him he gives himself to us and even in our desperate places St. John Paul II reminds us that, in this quote, that it is precisely the act of trusting abandonment that elicits divine intervention. We must invite him into everything, our moods, our struggles. We must return to that inner chapel throughout the day to be with him, where he dwells in you in all his fullness, ready to empower you. We must invite Him to show up in our lives so that we can have confidence in His ability and desire to do so. And as we do all of this, the world is watching. Your family is watching and you begin to change. Thanks to the sacraments, the Eucharist, and the beautiful life of prayer that is our tradition, when we engage and we enter into these things, we begin to change in a way that is inexplicable. As you give yourself to God in this way, you begin to look like Jesus. And that, my sister, is the whole point of all of this. To love him, to serve him, to enjoy and image him to the world. I hope this blesses you today. If you would like to hear more about how to bring a merciful, joyful outlook to your motherhood, I cannot recommend highly enough that you take our little e-course, The Merciful Mama. It's a low-maintenance, complete at your own pace, straight to your inbox way to strengthen your mama heart with real, practical tools for ministering to your family. And this week, in honor of us reaching a big milestone on our Facebook page, we're extending an offer for buy one, get one free courses for anyone who registers for either the Merciful Mama or Crafting a Liturgical Life. The links for both will be posted in the show notes. And whichever one you decide fits your needs best, you can register for that if you so desire. And then we will send you a link for a free registration for the other course. That is an awesome deal that will disappear tomorrow. Be his, my sweet sisters. Let us help you. Come and see us on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash gathering manna for moms. We have wonderful content, links to the podcast, links to our resources, beautiful articles, and so much help available to you. I am praying for you. I'll see you next week. Have a beautiful, beautiful week.